0: we come from, nobody knows. Why are we here? Don't worry, listeners. I ask myself the same question every week. But here we are, and we means Johnny Smith. How you doing, Johnny? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good. And slipping past security for a second straight show, <laughs> it's James Pugh. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Even, even though we're in your own house. So. Yeah. Well, you guys slipped past security. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, true. Like it like wasn't it. very hard. So, James, do you want to tell everyone what happened to you in the cinema? Oh my God. <laughs> So We have I... just watched Arrival in case anyone was watching, wondering.
1: <laughs> so I was in a rush. I'd taken a, a carbonated beverage from work, which, <laughs> which in case anyone is listening, I'm entitled to do so. I had a drink at work, but I'd left the building with and it. And you rushing about. And I was rushing about. I was running. So I got to the cinema. I sat down. There was a seat, a spare seat next to me. And then on the other side was a stranger. And I opened <laughs> I opened my satchel. Stranger means danger. I opened my satchel aw- away from myself, but towards the gentleman. <laughs> and, and, as, and as I did so, I reached inside and and felt what felt like liquid falling from the ceiling. But what, but what was actually happening was my cannon burst and was firing not only into my bag and all my belongings, but up into the air and raining it down upon me and the gentleman on the other side. I then saw the man look at me and wipe his face. <laughs> <clears throat> which was incredibly right. embarrassing. Um, I, I then had to remove all items that I cared about from my bag and just left the rest to soak in Diet Coke as the credits Opening credits rolled? as it was he the word. You
0: can't do anything about it. Me and Johnny were sitting the other side of you, and I thought, for a moment, I thought I was at like a festival and someone had thrown like a glass of piss at the back of my head. <laughs> If, like, what is going getting on?
2: Getting rowdy down at
0: the cine World. <laughs> yeah, huh? I thought, we, thought we'd gone to 4D, screaming, and, yeah, and uh, well, wow. the sprinklers had come on. <laughs> well, we're going to start tonight with an opening question. Uh, I'm going to go to Johnny first. So, Johnny, it's been revealed that Angelina Jolie is set to retain sole custody of her and Brad Pitt's six children when they divorce, with Pitt receiving therapeutic visits. Whatever those are. Who from the world of film do you think could do with therapeutic visits, and what would they entail? I've gone for Clint Eastwood. Okay. And I think... A man who could do with some therapy.
2: You know, some therapy, some chill-out time. Very angry man, yeah. And the recent programme, Westworld, after the original film. I thought The best place Clint Eastwood would go for some therapy would be to Westworld, so he can relive his days in the Wild West. That's brilliant, yeah. So, you know, go gunslinging, basically. Live the life he wish he had
0: (laughs) been born in. They would would have to replace their Mexican contingent every day. He'd just be going around laying them to waste. (laughs) He would just be the good, the bad and the ugly. Every day. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Pretty much. That's pretty good. Much. I think Clinton would enjoy that. I, I think, think that would, would give him the he, therapy he needs. off
2: his poncho and his cowboy boots. and, yeah. and I mean, he probably already lives like a cowboy anyway. But.
0: Well, he's a big Trump fan, so he's getting all the therapy he needs at the moment. That's true. He's pretty with the, as happy as a Trump supporter can be with the world. I saw an image that he... Well, he lives in a
1: little town in California called Carmel, and they had like a village fair. I've been there. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and they had like some town... Fate or something, and he rocked up in a poncho and a hat and was just wandering the streets. Does <laughs> he have
2: a sheriff badge? And when anything happens <laughs> Well, I, was, I think <laughs> he, like, he might have you like, no idea
1: there was a fair going on. He was
0: just wandering the streets. Go, oh it's Clint, and he's like, Oh, this hey, yeah, this is yeah. Punk. <laughs> so, James, who are you giving your therapeutic okay. visits to? Therapeutic visits to. Sounds like you could do a therapeutic visit after your uh, Coke escapade. I, I, I came home
1: and Johnny had a bottle of Diet Coke and I started getting flashbacks and really was really clammy. I was like, oh God, no, not again. Um, I would probably give therapeutic visits to to Nicolas Cage. Oh, now, yes. I know we spoke he, about him last week, but... He is, having, he is, a, he is a movie man trope. He he did he cross is. my mind on this as well. <laughs> I, well, I watched, after i show, I watched the trailer for Army of War. Um, which was Gary an experience with Gary was <laughs> and it was from that it. And, it was, it. and it was from that that just um, kind of made me realise that maybe he's kind of gone too far and he's gone too crazy now and I just think we need to like sit him down and make him watch like Con Air and Raised
0: Arizona and yeah. all these great films he was in and go Nick you know yeah. come on you know he's we could give him the Leave in Las Vegas therapeutic yeah. treatment, you know, the prostitutes and the booze. 100%. You know, just that's... let him get it all out of get his, system. Out of his system go, right. I
2: mean, my, I was thinking for Nicholas' case that I would just send him to a fun house with a hall, <laughs> with of, mir- with a hall of mirrors. mirrors. And he would just be in there manically <laughs> laughing at himself many, <laughs> many, many times. So I'm not sure that would have made him, been much therapy. I think that would have sent him over the edge. That would have broke him. Yeah. Broken.
0: Been, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I've gone for, you know, a, a bit of an odd couple, you might say, in this in the film. I've gone for Predator and Arnold Schwarzenegger from The Predator.
1: Wow.
0: And I'm going to send them for a weekend of pampering at the health spa, because Predator, he could get do with getting the hair done, because it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? Uh, and Schwarzenegger is no stranger to a mud bath, as in Predator. He can I mean, teach Predator, you know, the the, the benefits of mudding up and how well it works on his skin. And also just generally a bit of relaxation, because, you know, they're at it all the time, aren't they? Battling, they could do with a bit of time off. I think a bit of, a bit of me time, A bit of me and the predator time. So, and the wow. predator could get alien along. Get his teeth done, <laughs> all three sets of teeth. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like that. Get his teeth done. More on uh, the alien from Alien later, perhaps. Ooh, Ooh. Teeth.
1: More objects like this have landed around the world. Doctor Banks. You are on the top have everyone's list when it comes to translations. I have something I need you to translate for me.
2: Is that...?
0: The new film we're looking at tonight is Arrival. Big buzz about this film at the moment and we are hot off the press as it came out just a few hours before we sat down to record, didn't it, guys? Yeah. I mean, I, Daniel Blake, on the other hand, last week, was almost out of the cinemas when we did it, so... It was
2: almost a retrospective film. <laughs> <thing.
0: laughs> it's quite an organisational improvement from us, I think. Uh, well, Arrival is directed by Denis Villeneuve and it sees Amy Adams play a linguistics professor who's attempting to communicate with a posse of aliens who have arrived in various spots around the globe with unclear intentions so she and scientist Jeremy Renner need to crack their mysteries before shit pops off so guys, uh, James, I'll start with you mate this is, this is a science fiction film how much would you say the emphasis is heavily on the science in this film? I would say a lot. I'd say it's very heavy on on the science. Give me it, a a number to the power of.
1: I give I I get I get a seven to the power of eight, which is. <laughs> uh, Loads. Which, which is if you're not a mathematician, a lot. It's. <laughs> I won't it, bore
0: you with the details. Just trust me.
1: a lot. Uh, I, you kind of expect it going in because it is a science fiction film, but it's very adult. It's not. An action film. It's a drama. Not adult in that way. Not adult in that way. Um, <laughs> not the way you're thinking of, dirty listeners. But but it's but it, it handles it really well. There is a lot of focus on the linguistics and the mm. study of the language, which is where a lot of the tension and the plot development um, comes from. Is them trying to figure out this communication, which on the surface sounds potentially dull. It's not that. Mm. It is really clever. It feeds you a lot of information slowly you've got to take some leap of faith with the science because you, you fully don't understand it, but it gives you enough to feel that you've got to grasp
0: that you can believe what they're telling you. Well, Johnny, as James has mentioned, that <clears throat> maybe a linguistics professor isn't the most eye-catching lead character in a film. but how, So how does this film work with that? Like It's quite an original concept, though, isn't it, really? I think it is, you know, because, sort of as James said,
2: you've got to take that sort of, you know, go with it and, and keep faith because it is basically a study of culture and language and really looking at how... You know how people interact and how the world you know gets along in sort of terms of language and, and they explain it well without sort of bamboozling you or boring you. It sort of gives you enough that you you know you're going with it, but mm-hmm. you're not sat there actually in a lecture on linguistics
0: would be really really dull. The storyline development is is really good in this film as well. Like in the the actual major twist of the film, I didn't really see it coming. Do you think they build up that well, or do you think it kind of fits in quite naturally? it's kind of less, less of a twist and more kind of just the way this, the story
1: develops. Ties it together yeah, rather than a twist, it just, yeah. It's, it's just done so well. In today's day and age with like trailers spoiling a lot of plot points, like I went in not knowing lots and feeling like there was still a lot to find out. A lot of the enjoyment and the point of the film is learning things as the characters learn them because that's the whole point you know they're, yeah. they're learning this language but, and that is key. So, um,
0: it. so it's a bit of a mind-bending story Johnny is you know it's something you've really got to concentrate on it's not really something that you're just going to dip in and out of.
2: You know the, the fact it is complex and it does sort of you have to work a bit with it mm. you know it's not massively complicated but you've got to give it time and, and you know pay attention but that makes it all the more rewarding in the end and it sort of builds to a revelation and, and the point is you know, you get to that and everything that you've sort of paid attention and, you know, kept up with comes together and it's sort of this amazing moment that you sort of, the whole film builds to and that and you it wouldn't be the same if you didn't have that sort yeah. of commitment and investment in the story and the sort of learning process. So you know, it
0: builds to that and that's that's the sort of way it has to go. It does a lot of interesting things stylistically. Dennis Villeneuve's the director, oh, I think visually it's been directed brilliantly. Some you know, how typical was this of his other films? I'm I'm a huge fan of his other films. I've seen,
1: his past three S- major Sicario features. Was... Uh, Sario is his most recent one. Uh, enemy selling Jaden J. J. Hall <laughs> <H. H. Jackman. laughs> J. J. and Prisoners with uh, Jaden Hall again and Hugh Jackman. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Hall. Bubble <laughs> Boy with uh, Jaden. Um, this very much feels like, and this is going to sound really corny, his like arrival. Ooh. This is his. Whoa. Prisoners was fantastic. Wow. Enemy was an enemy was a, very much an indie film. Um, Cesario was, was was great, it didn't seem to get much in the way of press and in the way of crit- critical acclaim like awards and stuff like that, but it was very good. Um, but this one is, I, I imagine this is his kind of kick-off yeah. Yeah, for the rest of his career. It's very much in the style of his films. He, he can very much now be called an auteur because the style in which he handles his, his lead characters, the way he handles... Action the way he handles tension um, it's almost identical between all of the films. Um, and if you have enjoyed any of these films, I guarantee you'll enjoy the way he tells this story. I and wouldn't be surprised if it's nominated for Oscars. I know it's pretty early to say that, but I imagine it will get some cinematography
0: a hundred percent. Yeah, what's sort of, some of the stylistic elements that you sort of picked out as well? I think the
2: sort of emphasis on the the close-ups, sort of you know, very disorientating close-ups, where everything's out of focus apart from you know the back of amy adams head mm. and the sort of the close-ups and focus on her is always there's an emphasis on sort of sound you know being a human being and having all these sounds and cultures and voices and sort of things coming down on you and it you know feeds back into the whole idea that the film is about language and connection and so, so you know through the cinematography it sort of drives home that point that you know the connection between people and sort of processing
0: he used a lot of lingering shots really of people and Maybe even lets the shots linger too long than they should do necessarily, but it, it does heighten a bit of the sense of tension because you're expecting the shot to change. I think that works really well. And also, there's there's a clear moment where she's having a dream, and I noticed he, he crossed the line, uh, which is of film. If you don't know what well that is, a filmmaking technique where you're supposed to shoot at 180 degrees round, but he you know instead of going the full 360, and he does it, and it's very disorientating and gives you the the uh, element of being in the dream. Uh, what about lead actress Amy Adams? How, how right. did she come across in the film? She's she's always good. You're always pretty much guaranteed a good performance from yeah. her. Um, she doesn't she doesn't, lead. she doesn't overdo it necessarily. No, and and
2: Nocturnal Animals has, has just come
0: out, and G. she G. 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 gives again. again.
2: She gives a very similar performance of where she, you know, embodies the part and and sort of carries the narrative, but without ever you know being overbearing, sort of chewing the scenery, and and yeah. being this overwrought you know emotional character. She's very good at that middle ground
1: and I think she sort of... Yeah. She was just, she was just good um, and that's not saying that she's an average I think, I think the thing is she just, just did the role. The film wasn't about that. I was going to say it's, it's not a character film. Yeah. Is It's not a
0: performance. It's a... Well, it, 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 it is a character film, I think, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily... But it doesn't feel
1: like one. No.
0: It, it's not necessarily through the performances that that comes yeah, out. Yeah,
1: it's not a performance film, isn't it? It's not like when like Prisoners was heavily led by...
2: Yeah. It was all about whether, you know, if they... And Paul Dano and stuff, it was all about characters and this was very much about the sort of, you know, bigger stuff than... I I suppose
0: it's... It's kind of... It's a character film, really, underneath everything else. On the surface of it, it seems mm -hmm. like it's all about this methodology and the learnings and the the sci-fi aspect of it. But at the end of the day, it does all come down to those main characters. And I suppose that the fact that... Maybe the performance wasn't as memorable. Just sort of means that he's done so well with the distraction technique of showing you everything maybe. else and really mm. keeps. Actually, not you know we said it wasn't a twist, but the thing that ties it all together, it keeps that back by making you focus on other things. And yeah, that's maybe the maybe that's the element. I then, mean, we've, way it we've comes been through. out the
1: cinema less than like, and you know, less than ninety minutes from it. So mm. I imagine once you kind of sit and think about Another it for a few it, yeah. days, and you kind of start realising links and connections and kind of I think that's motives. the, the it, nice thing is
2: that you it's one of those films where you know there is a lot to unpack and it's not one of those films where at the end you've seen it and you go yeah that was okay it was enjoyable yeah. you
0: know there's, there's stuff to take away for yeah. more to think about uh, we need to rate it out of 10 so start with you Johnny What's, what are you giving it? I mean, obviously our rating system, as we
2: sort of discussed prior to this, is, is a bit all over the place. It is It is a bit up in the air. So, you know, you've just got to go sort of on
1: relative ratings. Go with ratings. your gut, Johnny. So, so the question is, Johnny, is it better than four
2: months? <laughs> I think that's what we're really asking here, is, is it better than four months? Which was a nine, so we're really
1: struggling to push up now.
2: Nine, nine for one? know, yeah, I think I'll... It sounds ridiculous. I'll probably go with a nine again, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of it reminded me of 2001 Space Odyssey, but 2001 Space Odyssey... Done in a way that that works and is accessible and makes sense, whereas 2001 is just like light, flashing lights by the end. So I'm gonna go with a nine. So as good as the Full Monty. No. <laughs> James. I, is, it, is
0: it as good as the Full Monty for you? That's tough.
1: It's it's a. I'm gonna give it a nine because it's definitely the best film I've seen all year. Um, I struggle but then to Head give it. The Eagle? I've not seen Eddie the Eagle. It's on my, oh, no, well. I've not seen a Street Cat named. Either, so <laughs> there's potential to to go up from a night. Um I just I just want everyone to go watch it because yeah. um, he deserves. Yeah, because you, <laughs> yeah, you, deserve you deserve it. Listen,
0: you deserve to enjoy. That hard week take that from a man whose hopes and dreams were shattered when he first got to the cinema with an exploding coke can. Yeah. I mean, it was it was downhill from there. I thought, what a shitter! <laughs> the first thirty minutes were a were a haze because all I could think
1: of
2: was just was <laughs> because well, you get coke in your eyes. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a
1: very good point. It was just like, am well, I things getting ruined? My headphones are in there. There's a book I need. I've got work paperwork in there, and they're all saturated.
0: So, 9 out of 10. My documents. Yeah. My work documents. My, <laughs> my work. I think that what I enjoyed most about it was, obviously, I'm a bit of a nerd, so the methodology of the way she works through the language and everything was just fascinating, and the way things came together, and you didn't necessarily have to take too many jumps with it, but I found that it could have honestly done with another 45 minutes. I think there was more for it to go at the end. I felt like the end wasn't quite finished. So I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm going to be a little bit... Ooh, it's, not, not, it's not... It's no Full Monty. Let me just establish that right now. But... Right. you know. Should you we rename audience. the
2: podcast Is It Better Than The <laughs> Full Monty? Where we just watch films and rate it against The Full
0: Monty from then on. The I mean, point is because the answer would invariably be no. Well, we established it last week. The Full Monty with Sean Bean would be better. That's, that's the only it, way they can <laughs> top it. That's the only way they can top it. How do we clarify their intentions? I go back in. I guess I don't need to tell you you're putting
1: yourself at risk.
0: I feel like everything that happens comes down to the two of us. I know what it is. What does this say?
2: Offer weapon.
0: Roll on with the quiz. So, we've seen some geniuses at work today in Arrival. I wonder if you boys are as genius as them. All right, let's have it. So... I'm going to show you a series of symbols from the alien language from Arrival and you're going to have to tell me what it means in English. No, I'm just joking. That would be absolutely absolute... <laughs> t- not an audio feature either, really. So, <laughs> no, uh, this is actually arguably harder than that uh, if you're not a science fiction geek. Anyway, so I want you boys... This is all about aliens. I want you boys... To match the species to the film. Jesus what? <laughs> Cause it'd be too easy to give you the names of the characters, because most of us Is it a Wookiee? Is it always gonna be a Wookiee? <laughs> it's a jackal. It's a jackal. <laughs> okay, um I'm gonna get. if if these are too hard, we're going yeah. to we're gonna re-record with Wookiee as one of the questions. <laughs> just gonna dub over Wookiee. <laughs> and then our answers will Right, so question number one. Who is an Asogian or an Asogian? Who is? Like what? Like, Dave? What, who, what like, alien?
1: Who is? Well, aren't we all really a Sogian if we really what, get down what to What
0: alien? It? Is an Asogian or an Asogian? What alien? Sorry, when I said Asogian, well, I meant Wookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Asogian, um, is it? Just give it a stab in the dark. You're not going to get three of these. Galaxy of Quest. Mind. No. Blade Runner. E.T. is an Asogian. Oh, oh, you knew that? If you said bul- bulbous fingered... <laughs> I can tell this is going to go well. <laughs> Spud creature. Gale, uh, has work alive. Question number two: Xenomorph. Uh, alien. Yeah, there we oh. go. Hey, yeah. I told you. Yes. He say sit, he sits there, <laughs> happen to pop out a Sogian. And I give him Xenomorph, but he's straight up, straight on with it.
1: Well, which incarnation is <laughs> talking about? Come not, you is. mean he's they're sat- not called aliens? <laughs> he's not Mister Alien. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends, um, they're all um, aliens to Donald Trump. One said, "Could you imagine Alien, but if you replaced Alien just with a bear, and it was a bear on a spaceship, you were trying to hide from, and then you just called it Bear, and how great that film would be?" I hope Kieran's listened to this? He was, you know, he was in a good place when he suggested that. I think I've the...
0: told this on an old episode of the Movie Men, but do you know wh- how what the actual pitching process was for Alien? Apparently, yeah. The actual story behind it. Yeah, he just walked
1: in and just wrote <laughs> Jaws in Space and they were just like take yeah. hand on it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it was, and then he
2: went obviously not
1: Jules. But, <laughs> but it was like Where's the <laughs> shark? You no, know, like, I beg your pardon. It's so so it's
0: how, how did it work? Yogi Bear in yeah. space. Yeah, well yeah, it made me the hat, but
1: could you imagine just crawling through the vents? I think a bear would be scarier. No, that would be in. mental. A bear
0: on a spaceship. Well bez. <laughs> bears just in the bears.
2: dark all you can hear
1: is the, the maraca <laughs> so
0: instead of like the, 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 the sound thing is like beep, it's like <laughs> it. <laughs> wow. yeah wow, wow. <laughs> Is that the tension. will just happen Just step on. Just yeah. Constantly. <laughs> 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 you can't oh God. Imagine, after like 96 years in stasis, just listening to step on. You come out. Just. I'd just Ryder. like to see
2: Harry Dean Stanton's stomach
0: explode <laughs> and a burraco to come out of it. Just, Sean Rider's head just pops yeah. out of it. <laughs> you are twisting a <my> melon, man. <laughs> right. That's quite good. <laughs> Okay, this one you might get as well. This, this is what I thought. I think this one's the easiest one. Navi. Avatar. Avatar. I think I would have... James! i never actually <laughs> saw Avatar, but it sounded about right. Just the first Two question. James was giving it some. <laughs> now all of a sudden he's just sweeping them up. Uh, right, you might get all of these now. Right. This one's the easiest one, actually. Prawns. Um, District 9. Yeah. Yep. If you haven't got it, i have done. Prawns. Yeah. Prawns. 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 Yeah, I don't know what the first one I did was. Prance <laughs> Browns, yeah. And question number five. Kaijus. Yeah, I know this. I'll wait for... <laughs> Johnny, do you know
1: it? Well, actually... I mean, I'll, top... I think I'll let you take this You said one. you were going to wait for Johnny, but... <laughs> uh, that's fine. I've waited. It's <laughs> passed it, it back. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I've got to take... Uh a bit of issue with this question because the film you're referring to is Pacific Rim
0: it is yes
1: but Keiji is actually the term for giant monster and is actually also a description of Godzilla and other giant monsters through Japanese yeah. films so it, it could have you could have accepted many answers
0: oh right yeah okay fine but you know it anyway yeah. so, okay. so I think you're fine <laughs> yeah. I think you're fine <laughs> yeah. <think> <laughs> <laughs> next time I'll be a bit more you know if you could be a bit more specific, specific yeah <laughs> I'll be a bit more specific <laughs> so you got, you got four out of five yeah four out of five and all that whining at the beginning, just because you know ET that was an Asogi, and you'll remember that forever now. I, if anyone's listening, I started off tonight. I? I should have built you up to it. Then maybe you would have got five out of five. Yeah. If, if anyone's listening to you who's seen ET, just by at any point
1: the do they does is do they mention his species in ET? No, they say, the planet, extend, oh, they say, say the planet. They say the planet
0: is sogi or something like that. Interested. Don't I don't apologize. remember. I got this off the internet, so it could have been touched. It could you, have you been fan just, literature. You didn't just off the dome, <laughs> just off the <laughs> yeah. about a question it showed you. I'm have pretty. You. I'm pretty sure it was fan literature. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a historic and unprecedented
2: event is occurring. The question of whether or not we are alone in the universe has been
1: answered. This is so cool. More ships have just arrived over India, England, and Germany.
0: I really don't think they flew ninety billion light years. I'm down here and start a fight We've gotta stop They're gonna kill us all. so we are sticking with the sci-fi route for the rest of the show and for our archive film we're traveling light years back to 1996 uh, for Roland Emmerich's uh, blockbuster Independence Day uh, it stars Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum gloriously as a fighter pilot slash computer geek odd couple who are attempting to stop an alien invasion force from destroying the Earth and all its inhabitants? As I mentioned, this is a blockbuster, a big screen blockbuster. Yeah. Is there any depth to it, or is it just you know explosions and fun? I think
2: there's a bit of depth at the start, and then it descends into explosions and fun quite quickly. Right. Okay. Um, I think the, the nice thing was that at the start, there's, there's sort of like references to other sci-fi films, like there's a bit where they're watching. It came Day- from out of space. Day-
1: still, there's a lot of. Uh, to that. Yeah,
2: and he makes a reference to sort of it being a close encounter. You know, a close encounter of mm. the third kind. So there's a bit of fun and sort of self-referentialness in there, and it's sort of like the, it's before blockbusters became
0: really boring and sort of went through the motions. I think it. I think it did a lot of exciting things, particularly for the time. That maybe blockbusters now have just yeah stopped, we've stopped trying it to... granted. Th- I think a bit. Yeah, blockbusters now have stopped trying to excite you with interesting things, and they've just started trying to excite you with only explosions. And I know that's a bit of an ironic thing to say about Independence Day because shock horror they blow up the White House and the Empire State Building and pretty much everything else but there are also other little interesting elements like you know the nature of the aliens but you know the special effects are an enormous part of the film yeah. and certainly were in 1996 they were huge so do they still stand up or is it just the case they were good for the time? I think, I think it still stands up it's it's kind of like the quintessential 90s film it was the first
1: Kind of major disaster film um to kind of have that kind of budget for that mm. that kind of decade really. It was really reminiscent of like earthquake and all the old like sixties ones in America. Yeah. But
0: this was like the first time that you got that kind of scale of blockbuster. Well, that was they said <clears throat> that was the uh, intention. They weren't trying to make a sci fi film. They were trying to make a disaster film. Yeah. And they said because they were saying you know that was the motivation for them doing it. They'd, like so, films like you mentioned, like Earthquake and these, like that, were huge. Um, and it, you know, it inspirations shows, from doing it. It shows, and
1: you, it's easy to look back and go, "Oh, it's just another action film." But actually, it it did kind of make the mold for a lot of the things that come in terms of the money it cost, a hell of a lot of money time, but it made a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. And that kind of model of how to make a film, the two, the, the way the two leads dynamic is. And I know, and if people are going to listen to this, I know it does take a lot of influenced from lots of other films in the past, but in terms of that mold of film that yeah. is so familiar nowadays, this very much um, sets it up and in, in terms of depth, it hasn't got lots of depth, but it's really satisfying. Every character has a redemption arc, every single one mm. of them, and they all it's all wish fulfillment. Everything they wanted to want to have achieved in the lives at the beginning of the film they've achieved by the end of it. Yeah. And it, it is just America the movie. It, mm. is, yeah. it is the film of the American <laughs> dream, the American way, yeah. which you know is very topical at the moment, about what that means now, and they kind of have an identity crisis at the moment, but I think everyone in America should sit down and watch this film together <laughs> yeah. and remember what it means, because he, you know, he does that great speech. And it's about and,
0: collaboration as well. It is, it's about yeah.
1: bringing it together, but Only bringing it together if America are leading the charge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is key. Tonight which is we key. have
0: our independence. It is a great speech. to be It's,
1: fair. it's a fantastic speech, yeah. and he starts off and he misses his calling him a wimp and like the news are slagging him off, and then he's flying, flying a fighter jet and he's like blowing him up, and it's it's really a case of you know the president stepping up, <laughs> taking responsibility, and doing you know. So America is great. It's suddenly, Randy Quaid is a drunk living in mm. living in a trailer. He's <clears> drunk <throat> all the time. Won't get him near a plane. He suddenly starts <laughs> drinking coffee and saves the day by crashing the plane to His his children will love him again. I it's, like the fact that the,
2: that he plays the exact same <laughs> part as
1: in National Lampoon. It's the same it's character. Like he destroyed the dream yeah, and then not another team movie. As that's well. Uncle Eddie.
2: Like, yeah, Uncle Eddie's. Eddie. That's how yeah. Uncle Eddie disappears. He dies in a <laughs> alien crash while Chubby Chase is going to Wally World. Good, yeah.
0: <laughs> it is very tough stomping USA though. But it, yeah. you know what's interesting is apparently Ron Lampard actually toned it down. Wow! They wanted him to put more stuff in. He was like, "No, it's just going to be." And he thought that actually he'd taken out. He really didn't intend it to be like that, and he thought that he'd taken all that stuff out.
2: Wow! But obviously, I would no. love to have seen the original version. But <laughs> there. <laughs> there was more flags around. I imagine this the fighter jet that goes in just turns into a giant eagle.
0: <laughs> Maybe some <laughs> golden eagle to go through <laughs> with "Make America Great Again" written yeah. on its side. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Let's talk about some of the casting in that film. Uh, those are in I've never seen less accurate casting than Randy Quaid's kids in that film, and I think in any stretch yeah. of the imagination. I'm all none, of, none of them were his by blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, that just added to the heartache of this character yeah. that <laughs> went so much to, to impress these kid children that
0: weren't his and wanted nothing to do with them. It's it's really Is a, it like in me, myself, and Irene, where he's just fooled yeah. himself into thinking they are his kids. <laughs> but the casting of the the, the main characters really oh. was central to the dynamic between them is brilliant. You, you can't Jeff Goldblum just off the back of Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's playing the scientist. So he's Goldblum, essentially this though. Jeff Goldblum loved the nineties. At this
1: it? point, he's just he's just being Jeff Goldblum in the nineties. Like he's <laughs> casted. They the, didn't even send him scripts. Like, you want to be in this film? Yeah, who are you being? I'm, I'm Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that, that the is best thing he I'm doesn't. The, the whole film, film yeah.
2: he doesn't really feel like he really gives a shit. He's
1: just being Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He's, he's, like... he's the original hipster. He's got the plaid shirt. You know, yeah, he is. He's got the big red glasses. You know, he gets annoyed about playing. recycling he's got to eat in the park bike.
2: and cycling <laughs> Yeah. around New York and he's got a plant on his desk that he waters yeah. he's, he is the proton hipster uh, uh, and then uh. and, I like
1: that, uh, and I love that the virus he creates is just called the Trojan horse virus <laughs> that <is> the classic <laughs> virus the Trojan horse subtle. subtle what does that
2: do then and then when it comes up on the computer there's a skull Yeah, that's what a virus does yeah.
1: when he's, he's talking about Ooh. the aliens comes up on the aliens computer <laughs> it's a skull just being like it
0: would have been better if it was like ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word <laughs> yeah. ah, but he's it's just, just left <laughs> leftovers from Jurassic Park but that's what makes it 90s he's talking got, to oh we have to blow." the Goldberg bought a USB with him from Jurassic Park <laughs> um, and, and but and it Will was S- a big it was a big risk to um, uh, cast Will Smith in that lead role because he was better known for comedy at the time oh, was that his first, first, first was his first big one just out of Fresh Prince fresh out of
1: Bel Air so yeah it was a good. It was just an all-round well-crafted film for the time, and and still is. So what are you giving it out of ten then, James? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Eight. Yeah. It, it still stands up today. It's still a good action film, and I'd I'd watch it again, and I'd recommend it to other people. So I'll um, I'll give it an eight. Johnny, I'm sort of torn between six and a half and seven. Mm-hmm. Eight. It's very long.
2: It's much longer than I remember it being. Yeah. It's like nearly two and a half hours. it's just More bang for your buck, Johnny. <sighs> it is. <laughs> I think, I think the thing is that there's, there's been real blockbuster fatigue recently you know explosion fatigue so watching it back now it is less impressive but I think probably at the time it was you know quite a spectacular event so you give me a 7
0: I'll give it a 7 uh, I'll let you behind the curtain this is one of my favourite blockbusters ever I think it's absolutely brilliant film Independence wow. day I think compared to the blockbusters of now which are just very vacuous I think there's a lot more to it I'm going to give it an 8.5 so I'm going to give it equal to what I gave Arrival interestingly even though I think Arrival's obviously a lot smarter film so not as good as The Full Monty <laughs> I mean, good the, the bottom line Monty. obviously nothing is so join it. us
1: next week while we look at what other films are not as good as The Full Monty
0: <laughs> should we win the day The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive.
1: Today, we celebrate our Independence Day.
0: Right, are you ready to get fast? And are you ready to get furious? James is furious after his coat mishaps earlier. I'm furious and he sticky. He was fast, then sticky and furious. <laughs> furious. His coat came rushing out fast. That made him furious and we've laboured this point too much already. So, three <laughs> fast and furious time with Johnny Smith. Let's hear three trailers from you, Johnny. Three, two, one, bam.
2: Collateral Beauty, a real weepy Oscar-baiting drama about Will Smith having a breakdown and sending letters and talking to concepts. Kate Winslet <laughs> stars to boost the award credentials. Number two, Hacksaw Ridge. Mel Gibson returns with a gruelling war film but a conscientious objector, Haxel Andrew Garfield. Ridge. Gritty, dramatic follow-up to 2006 Apocalypto 3, La La Land. Wibblish director Damien Giselle goes all mellow for an all-singing, all-dancing romance in LA. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone star to make this the glossiest film ever made. Ooh, nice.
0: Okay, sweet. So, well, let me go straight into that second one. What's it called? Hacksaw Ridge. It reminds What's me of that? Hamburger Hill. Which Very similar. It's
1: supposed to be great. Getting <laughs> it's getting incredible really, really reviews. Really? It's going to sweep the Oscars. It's going to be. Mel Gibson's back. This is his like. So he's not he directed a film for ten
2: years now. That's
1: it. So. That is Trump's America for you. Mel Gibson
0: is back. <laughs> if he wins the Oscar for Best Director, that just he's quintessential. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course that's it. he did. Twenty sixteen, you bastard. <laughs> and the first one was the Will Smith. One. What was it called again? Collateral, Collateral Beauty. Beauty. I mean, I think we saw the trailer for that before Arrival. I think it looked like the worst film of all time. He has sunk so low since Independence Day. <laughs> Twenty like years has not been kind to Will. A Smith. Pursuits of happiness, but utter utter shit. It's got it just looks like he's got nothing to say. It's like the kind. Of, it looks to me like the kind of film that's like, let's do a metaphorical film, but forget that these are supposed <laughs> to be metaphorical.
1: Some idiot exec saw inside out and was like, "That works." Get Will Smith. But I on mean, the there's phone. a lot
2: of good people in it. Ed Norton.
1: Was he in it? Yeah. Did I see
2: him?
1: Oh, come yeah. on, Ed.
0: Not, Ed was in Sausage Party. He's mixing with the wrong crews nowadays. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's another one who's sort of like, he's, he's done the Cuba good in Junior, hasn't he? He's done some incredible, like, uh, critically acclaimed, brilliant performances early in his career, and then he's just gone, you'll pay me what? Yeah. So, and what was the final one, Johnny? It was La La Land. Which looks great.
2: Which apparently is excellent, although it is a musical, so... <laughs> it's <laughs> probably not going to get above a four in my book.
1: I'll play a song and you dance. I can't really sing. I have to sing Goofy in order to sing, like I have to sing stupid. Okay? Okay.
0: The end of the show and it's time for top fives and James is gonna be breaking his top five cherry tonight. I'm excited, Johnny. You excited? Over God, the moon. James, are you nervous and excited? I'm excited. I'm really I'm really excited to share these. I'm really excited to share these. So
1: share away. So for my so my theme today, I I went into arrival expecting Not to be doused in Coke. Expecting not to be doused in Coke, which which unfortunately I was. I went in expecting it to be a lot more like close encounters the third kind that it was there was a lot of pre-lib and people talking about it um, on the internet saying oh it just looks like close encounters and it, and it wasn't so that kind of inspired me to write a list top five films that aren't <laughs> close encounters top, the top five films which which aren't close encounters <laughs> but could be <laughs> um, near encounters um, no so this. So so briefing encounter. Clo- <laughs> brief encounter excellent one yeah. briefing encounter closer the in uh, there. <laughs> So, for so top five, what I've Anything gone Anything with Glenn Close. So, for top five, what I've. He finished? Any, any more? You just want to get out of your system? No? Okay, so so for top five, I've gone for polite rip offs. So, these are the top five films which are essentially
0: other films. So, you've based this on the idea that Arrival was going to be a rip off of. But Closing it wasn't. Closes. And
1: that got me thinking as I, I can't like,
0: stress that enough. Yeah,
1: so, that's, a, that's the tenuous link I've got for you today. Um, a so, mistake. So number so so number one, um, well this isn't in any particular order. So number one, I've gone Star Wars Force Awakens, which is essentially Star Wars A New Hope. (laughs) Absolutely, isn't isn't a sequel. It it is a sequel, but it is essentially Star Wars A New Hope, which is fine. It's my it's my favourite Star Wars film, but it is essentially the first Star Wars
2: because when they when they're like hey there's this big base thing in space and you can destroy it if you fly in and shoot this bit in the middle it's like I feel like we've been here before yeah it's like sounds
1: familiar (laughs) Uh, number two I've got Chicken Run it's Great Escape it's just Great Escape with chickens which there's nothing wrong with that it's a great film Uh, it works surprisingly I I imagine if you pitched it as Great Escape with chickens
0: yeah you know I've gone down as well what's happened in history
1: Great (laughs) Escape but with manatees so I'm not interested chickens mm, well now you I'd no. like to see it's a... almost as if
0: film uh, executives are very easy to please, please. it's awesome yeah um, number three I've got Hung Games yeah which is essentially
1: Battle, Battle Royale. Royale yeah Um, I, I suppose the blame for that would sit with the, the writer of the Hunger Games really yeah. Uh, and the publisher for not realising that it was essentially like kids' pop version of. I couldn't believe, believe it.
0: I couldn't believe it when I saw the, that there was a book, and I was like, "She totally
1: ripped off Battle Royale." It is astonishing. You're like, I don't believe this is happening. Like, like, how legally am I watching this film? How does this
0: legally exist? <laughs> yeah. But then they, I suppose, they take it on, don't they? they it's not just so Battle Royale is just Hunger Games yeah. Part One and then the rest of it is like... But the concept of... That's what it's all
1: based on. It's like they took an R-rated... The the original film on the comet is hideously violent. Battle Royale is great. It's film. fantastic. Better than Full Monty, and they've made it <laughs> and they've made it more Get accessible and to you your know, own house. <laughs> And they made it more accessible to like the Dawson's Creek market. It's yeah. kind of the people that matter about the the thing. So it wouldn't Your, really one, work. Tree you yeah. your yeah. one tree hills. Your Dawson's Creek. Yeah, you know Euro C fans. <laughs> it it wouldn't really work the other way. Before I've gone for Galaxy Quest.
0: You'll have to lie to me.
1: Which is actually just the Three Amigos. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> seen this? Have you ever seen this with, with Chevy Chase, Chase, Chase and, and Steve Martin? Yes. So is is this the Three is... Amigos in space. <laughs> it is literally the Three Amigos in space. <laughs> Galaxy Quest is three character actors from a TV show who get picked up by some aliens, thinking they're the real thing, bring them to the home planet to fight off. This it is literally Three Amigos. It is literally is three Alan amigos Rickman in, space? in it. Yes, in Galaxy yes, so Quest I and remember. Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and number five I've gone for A Bug's Life which is just Magnificent Seven with bugs <laughs> <laughs> just let that sit in and when you slowly realise kind of, I'm going to have
2: to watch A Bug's Life again I haven't seen it a so. town
1: is attacked by bad guys and a local man must venture out to, to put together a crew of outsiders yeah. to bring back to his
0: town to defeat them it is. It yeah. is magnificent. Seven yeah, with both. Yeah, no, he said. No, said. Yeah. And it also came out like the same time as Ants as well, didn't it? Yeah. Which is obviously a very similar story, like, not the same. And then Ants had like Woody and, Allen, is it, and, and Rob. Sort of like, like, yeah. <laughs> And, Sylvester Stallone. and Gene Hackman, I think, as well. I don't know. Yeah, Gene Hackman's in it. So yeah, so that was my that was my top five I think You've just blown just... my mind with that Bugs Life. <laughs> you <laughs> you I it, it, it was like, you took you, you are smoking crack. Yeah. But well, now, I'm like, you'll
1: watch it and you'll be sat there like everything you knew yeah. has just been turned on its head. It's yeah. I tried to ignore all the Shakespeare ones because a lot of films yeah. take Shakespeare's what famously wrote every story ever yeah. has been written by Shakespeare. Every film is essentially Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Let this be a lesson to all you ants. Ideas are very dangerous things. You are mindless, soil-shoving losers. Put on this earth to serve us. You're wrong, Hopper.
2: Ants are not meant to serve grasshoppers.
0: If you've stayed with us this long without wishing you'd been beamed up and whisked away, then good on your listeners, because I certainly have. We've now come to the end of this episode of The Movie Men, but remember to keep listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, and also be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Movie Men Show. And check out Johnny's blog over at thelatestpictureshow.com. You doing anything on there, Johnny? What's the latest? Or are you, doing, you just giving up? I might do
2: a review of Nocturnal Animals because you can't have enough Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal. No, that's, yeah, that's they a, are everywhere. That's another so take home from tonight. You can't beat them, join them.
0: Yeah. You got many plans for the rest of the week, James? No. I've got considerable consolidation
1: of my work belongings to sort out this very important paperwork in there. I'm peeling no them from each other. Yeah, but other than
0: that not much not much sounds productive well thanks James and thanks Johnny we've been the movie men and remember it ain't over till the fat lady sings unless you're American I mean it's pretty much over for you now